Again, good morning, and thanks for tuning in to Cool 105.5. It's time for our cool conversation. Very happy and honored to have on the program today, Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell. Governor, good morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Happy to have you on the show and talk about some of the great things uh, happening in uh, our great state. Our cool conversation, the presentation of Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma and its locations in Chickasha, Verdon, and Newcastle. So uh, we're getting into the fall season, uh, Lieutenant Governor, and I know you love to talk about tourism because that's what you do. Yeah, you know, and this is really prime time. Yes. I mean, the the fall, uh, as I think most people will agree, is is, uh, the fall is prime time to be outside in the state of Oklahoma. Obviously, it's great football weather. Uh, but uh, it's also one of the highest um, trafficked uh, uh, times of the year as far as tourism traffic that we have in Oklahoma. Uh, fall is, is uh, some of the best times for us for sales tax revenue off of our tourism industry. Just talking to our mayor, Chris Mosley, this week, and he was comparing sales tax revenue, uh, say, over the course of our Festival of Light over the last several years, and it's just amazing uh, the, the traffic that the, that brings, but also the business, the money that people are spending when they come to town. Yeah, you know, and, it, and it's something really important for, for citizens to understand how, how critical sales tax revenue is. I mean, if, if a community is not creating sales tax revenue, then it's tough to pay for police and fire uh, and all the other uh, city services that a city has to administer. So, you know, it's really important that we're creating sales tax revenue. Uh, that we have festivals and, and different events that are drawing people to communities, uh, restaurants, and, and everything in between. Uh, Chickasha does a, does a great job of that uh, in other parts uh, ar- around the area. Uh, but we really have to make sure that city councils and, and uh, city, may- may- city managers and mayors constantly are thinking through ideas of getting people to their main streets to spend dollars. What are some of the unique things that you're seeing uh, around the state? Maybe some new things that we haven't seen uh, before. What are what are some folks doing? Yeah, you know, well, one of them, I mean, you know, you have communities already planning, obviously, for Christmas uh, celebrations. And Enid, Enid, Oklahoma, is going to have, they're, they're claiming it, uh, the tallest Christmas tree in the country. Uh, they're actually building it right building it right now. It's a li- and it's a live Christmas tree, right? Live Christmas tree, largest in the country. They may even say largest in the world, but heck, even if it's the largest in the country, it's quite impressive. Um, and so, you know, that is uh, that's going to be a tourism destin- uh, you know, really a tourism attraction that people from around the state of Oklahoma and, and frankly, other states are going to come in and, and visit. Uh, you know, obviously, you get right there in your old backyard. You got the leg lamp uh, that uh, that a lot of people were talking about, um, and, and and those are very fun, uh, creative ways uh, to bring people to a community. And, and you know, listen, you, whether you come in and see a Christmas tree or a leg lamp, you're coming into town and then you're spending money at a restaurant uh, or you're going down Main Street and, and doing shopping. You know, that's hundreds, if not thousands of dollars that is being spent in a community. And it's critical. It's absolutely critical to continue to fund those cities. Wanted to talk about a project you've been involved with uh, much of this year, but I think it's done now. And of course, Route 66 is a huge, huge tourism destination, uh, not just around the country, but uh, international travelers love to drive along Route 66. Yeah, they really do. I mean, it, it's the most famous road in the entire world, Route 66 is. Uh, Oklahoma is uh, very blessed uh, 
to have uh, more drivable miles of Route 66 than any other state in the country. And, and so it's something that I've talked a whole lot about uh, because it's one of our strengths. It's the strength of our state. Uh, and to your point, we have a lot of international tourists that are starting to be able to travel again post-COVID here. And so we have uh, international tourists coming back to Oklahoma. Uh, we have a lot of people around America that don't want to get on an airplane. Uh, you know, they, they've seen how, how big of a mess getting on an airplane is these days, and they're doing a great American road trip again. And if you want to do the great American road trip, then that means you have to come to Oklahoma. Uh, and do Route 66, and that's really what we are promoting in our tourism department right now, uh, is that great Americana road trip. And if you want to see America, you got to see Oklahoma. All right, you say, so how many, you say Oklahoma's got the most drivable miles. Do you have a number on that? Yeah, 400, about 409, 410 miles. Uh, you know, I mean, Texas, you know, little old Texas down there only, you know, has 15, 20, 30 miles of it. Uh, so, you know, Oklahoma... I mean, we can really beat our chest over that. We have 400 actual drivable miles of this road, you know, every, from Eric all the way up into Miami, Oklahoma. And uh, we should be promoting it. And I assure you, as long as I'm Lieutenant Governor, Route 66 will be uh, something that we promote heavily. Right, and great, um, many great stops along the way and of historical sites. And uh, you can see things that uh, people saw when they were heading out to California back in the Depression era. Well, that's right, and, and communities that aren't immediately on Route 66 still reap the benefits because, you know, they'll travel 30 minutes off Route 66 for a great restaurant uh, or to see, you know, uh, the Chisholm Trail or, or Native American uh, history that might be 30 minutes uh, outside off of Route 66. So, you know, yes, uh, it, it's a lot of miles, but it's not the whole state. But uh, it, there's a lot of communities that uh, make money off of Route 66 that are – you know, 30 minutes to an hour off Route 66. And you, the state recently uh, revised all the historical markers along the highway? You know, we have, yeah. So I've been, I've been working with the Oklahoma, Transport, uh, Oklahoma Department of Transportation on uh, new signs, uh, new Route 66 signs. Uh, you, a lot of folks may start seeing some Oklahoma fishing trail signs. Uh, we're really promoting uh, fishing. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. Uh, Oklahoma was a top five state last year in new fishing licenses sold. Uh, a lot of people getting outside, obviously, right now uh, with this global pandemic. So we were taking advantage of that. We knew people were going to get outdoors, and we were telling them about the amazing uh, fishing opportunities across Oklahoma. So uh, that's been a big economic boom for the state as well. Uh, yeah, I heard somewhere along the way that Oklahoma has more shoreline than somebody. I don't know, but uh, all the man-made yeah. uh, lakes and things that we have. Uh, yeah, a lot of opportunities to uh, put a line in the water. No, it's true. Yeah, we got more man-made lakes than any other state and uh, almost as much or more uh, shoreline than any other state as well, which is hard to believe, but we do. Uh, a lot of these lakes are huge, huge lakes, and uh, the diversity of the fishing is, is remarkable. And uh, so that, that will also be another pro a project that we push heavily. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us on The Cool Conversation. We are happy to have with us Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell. And uh, Lieutenant Governor, uh, a lot of communities are taking advantage of the, uh, ARPA funds, the American Rescue Plan acts to develop some tourism uh, programs for their communities. Can you talk about some of those? Yeah, you know, I really can. So this is pretty exciting. Um, it, it's very rare that, that a state uh, gets an influx of, you know, a couple billion dollars to spend on economic development projects. Uh, but that's what every state 
is uh, is facing right now in a good way. Uh, and the state of Oklahoma is getting about two billion dollars in ARPA dollars, and and these are these are these are monies that can be spent on economic development projects. Uh, it's one-time money, so we have to make sure that we're not uh, spending these dollars on something that has a reoccurring expense. Uh, but you know, tourism-related projects is, is are prime examples of of good projects that, that we could be spending money on. You know, someone's going to have to be paying that bill. <laughs> you know, decades from now, it's going to be future generations are going to have to pay that bill. So you know, my argument is we better spend these dollars on economic development projects that may create some jobs in the state of Oklahoma for future generations. Uh, and so I'm really focused on making sure these dollars are spent smartly uh, and uh, in, in very targeted ways across the state of Oklahoma uh, to increase economic development uh, opportunities in communities. Uh, it could be a tourism attraction. Uh, it could be uh, helping a business expand uh, that wants to add employees uh, we did some of this with the first round of COVID relief dollars. Uh, we get we gave small business relief grants uh, to small business owners across the state. Uh, we plan on doing that again. Uh, and then, yeah, thinking big. What what are some big ideas that we could come up with in the state of Oklahoma uh, that is going to create more jobs and more economic development uh, for citizens in in our great state? Uh, a, a, a great uh, attraction opened up this summer, one that we've been waiting years for, and that's the first Americans Museum just opening to some great fanfare this summer. Yeah, you know, it was, it was, it was the most exciting and really the largest museum opening this year in the country uh, was the first Americans Museum. Uh, really celebrates our 39 sovereign nations in the state of Oklahoma. It is a sprawling co- uh, complex. Uh, it is Smithsonian-level good, uh, is, is the way that I describe it. Uh, if you haven't been, you got to go uh, right in the heart of Oklahoma City. Uh, there will be a lot of development uh, that, that will start in future years around that museum. Uh, but it's very interactive. You know, your kids will love it. Uh, very interactive museum uh, that really, again, celebrates our, our sovereign nations. It will be a pilgrimage type of experience uh, for Native Americans across the country, so you're going to get a lot of people coming into Oklahoma uh, to visit that museum, and then they're going to want to explore Oklahoma uh, from that from that location. And again, that's going to bode well for a lot of rural communities across the state. I want to talk briefly, too, about uh, improvements at the state capitol, and uh, this is another project that's been ongoing for several years, uh, but uh, one that was definitely badly needed, and finally... Uh, seeing some light at the end of the tunnel with that? Yeah, you know, we are. We're finally seeing a light at the end of the tunnel on, on this construction project at our state capitol. Uh, outside, you don't see any cranes in the air outside the state capitol anymore because uh, all the exterior work uh, has been done. Inside the state capitol, uh, there's still a little bit of work uh, left to be done. Uh, but by the first or second quarter of next year, it will be pretty much all completed. And it really is a tourism attraction now. I mean, that's what I tell folks. You know, state capitals around the country uh, are, are usually one of the top tourism attractions for people kind of cr- uh, passing through a state. Uh, it wasn't that way in Oklahoma until recently. And it really is, it really is a, a showcase now for the state. Uh, this is where the people's business is done now, uh, both on the state house and Senate floors. And I really encourage your listeners, if you haven't been to the state capitol lately, uh, we are doing tours again. You can do a tour. Uh, 
we have great tour guides uh, here at the state capitol. Uh, those are free, of course, for anyone that wants to uh, uh, wants to sign up for one. But uh, make sure to do a trip uh, to the state capitol sometime this year or next year. I guess you get a lot of school groups up there. We oh yeah oh yeah we'll we'll get a lot of school groups during legislative sessions, which is February through May. Uh, but we do tours all year long, uh, so make sure to get up here. We have uh, we've got a lot of great a lot of great stuff in our gift shops uh, for you know holiday shopping. A lot of great Oklahoma, made in Oklahoma products up here. Uh, so make sure to to get up to the state capitol. So what is unique about our state capitol that maybe others don't have? You know, I mean, I, I'd say the artwork uh, and the Native American uh, art that, that we have, as well as. Um, you know, the art that, that kind of tells that Oklahoma story of, uh, you know, the land run and the prairies is pretty remarkable to see. Uh, you know, really no state can match the heritage and the history uh, of Oklahoma. Uh, it, it is quite remarkable when you look at the full story that is Oklahoma, and you really see that on display inside our state capitol. Uh, and it is, it, it is beautiful. Uh, it truly is. I mean, it. Uh, the vibrancy, the colors of, again, of all the art and, and the murals uh, in the dome. The dome is really, truly can take your breath away if you've never seen it. Uh, when you stand underneath the dome looking up, uh, it, it's a remarkable place, and um, we're really lucky to, to be able to work in here. We, we all kind of stop uh, from time to time and kind of look around, and, and uh, we, we try not to take it uh, for granted for sure because it, uh, it's a big, important job, yes, but... Uh, Doing the people's business is a blessing. Talk about some things, uh, maybe over the last uh, couple months that uh, you've kind of put on uh, the front burner as you get ready for the legislative session that will be starting uh, after the first of the year. Yeah, you know, a lot of uh, the attention from the governor and I has been on job recruitment. Uh, you know, with this new world that we're kind of entering in post-COVID, with a lot of uh, companies allowing their employees to work remotely. Um, or companies looking to relocate to a more uh, business-friendly state, uh, they're looking at Oklahoma. They truly are. And we really think this is prime time for Oklahoma when it comes to recruiting businesses to Oklahoma or growing existing businesses inside the state of Oklahoma. That's really the priority for us first, is helping existing businesses grow in Oklahoma. Uh, so that, that is, that's been a big priority of ours. Uh, and, and really, that's A1, but A, a you know, one uh, B would be workforce. You know, if we if we relocate a business here, we they have to know that there's going to workforce in Oklahoma to fill those jobs. And so we've been working uh, very closely with our career tech system, uh, which uh, is arguably the best career tech system in, in the entire country. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that, but it is. It's a, it's a jewel for us is our Oklahoma career tech system. Uh, we need to be working with them uh, to make sure they are they are training up the next generation of skilled. Uh, workers. Uh, that will help us uh, really leapfrog a lot of states around us where, you know, you got kids graduating from high school and college and they can't rear a ruler. Uh, you know, they, they can't change a tire on a car. Well, in Oklahoma, uh, we can change that because we have, again, the best career tech system in the country. Uh, and there's a huge skills gap in America today. We can fill, we can fill that gap here in Oklahoma and create a lot of jobs because of it. Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell joining us on the program today. We appreciate your time, and uh, we'll be visiting with, visiting with you uh, in the future. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Thank you, Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell, on our Cool Conversation program today. And a big thanks to our sponsors, Community Bank of Oklahoma and Stanley Systems, for making our program possible every week.